0: Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Getting Animated. How are you guys doing? I remember last week I did an episode about everything that was going on, and I just hope you guys are taking care of yourselves. Um, I'm doing a lot better. I took some time off to kind of work on my mental health, work on my breathing, doing yoga, um, eating good food that probably I shouldn't be eating, but I just love it so much i've actually also been eating a lot of fruit and um, lots of stuff that makes me feel good on the inside something that i've learned when you're having a tough time whether it be with depression or just overwhelmed with life eating a healthy balance of junk food and really really good food makes you feel all around good more good food than junk food but you know sometimes you can sneak in those like random treats or whatever and I've been doing that recently and it's been doing great. Not to mention I've been watching a bunch of anime uh which also cleanses my soul, cleanses my spirit, and I've been reading some really fun manga as well. I hope you're doing well. I hope you guys are taking care of yourselves. Um especially if you've been out protesting. Please, 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 please please make sure that you are covering your face make sure that you are drinking water make sure that um you're just taking care of yourself quarantining after you go out there so you you know look out for symptoms make sure that anything that you feel is the slightest wrong with you make sure that you are just aware of it and do the right things as far as taking care of yourself Um, because we can't have no protest and no movement without you um yeah, so and if you aren't able to protest and things like that, I just hope you're you're also taking care of yourself mentally. Um, you're signing these petitions. I know a lot of you have been signing your petitions, um, just like I have and it just you know, it almost feels like something small. But the more you do them and the more you get them done every day, uh, we're making a difference even if you can't go out and protest, you know. Um, I I don't remember if I told you guys I went to a protest and it felt good to be out there. Like I can't tell you how liberating it felt to be around people who want to fight for the same thing that you're you want to fight for. And it just the way that it felt, and the way that the unity I saw in my community personally, it just felt good and. It made me feel better than I have in a long time, to be honest with you. Since this corona stuff happened, it's just like, just you're in the house, you're depressed, you're sad. But just doing that, I mean, it was, it was sad that I had to be out there doing that with my fellow people, but it felt good at the same time. It felt like I was actually making a difference. And I don't know, it just... And I live in, like, south south of Florida. So I live in the, the deep south of Florida. So there was not a lot of people who agreed with what we were doing, but it still felt good overall. So just take care of yourselves. I love you guys. And let's jump into this episode. Um, so I haven't done anime news in a little while. So Carolyn Tuesday manga ends in July. The manga creator Morito... Yamataka announced on Twitter last Thursday that he's ending the manga adaptation for Carol Tuesday. Yen Press licensed the manga and it will be published the first volume in English on November 17th. So if you want to read Carol Tuesday, it is coming November 17th. I don't think I'm going to read the manga. I feel like the manga, I feel like the Carol and Tuesday story has to be heard just because they are singing they're singing it's like a music anime i just find it hard that it would be able to transfer over well in manga form i could be completely wrong but just in my opinion i don't think that's a good look at all i just i don't know i don't feel like it would hit me the same way as it does watching it Variety and Deadline reported on Wednesday that Amazon is going to be developing the English-language live-action series Adaptation of the Promised Neverland manga. Um, Rodney Rothman is directing the adaptation. He did Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And then Megan Malloy will um, be writing the pilot. And this is... She also worked on Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Rothman is the executive producer of Heroes, um, Netflix live-action Death Note film and Hollywood Attack on Titan film. A Japanese live-action adaptation of the manga will open in Japan on December 18th. This seems like a terrible idea. <laughs> because if you had Rothman who did death note netflix's death note film as executive producer and he didn't say hey this is terrible we should not put this out i'm generally terrified for what they're gonna do for Promised neverland Promised neverland is good it is scary i mean the only way i could see this being like a really good film is if they treat it like an actual scary story instead of trying to recreate it as an anime You know what I mean? Like, I feel like with Death Note, I feel like with Death Note, they tried to keep it along the lines of the story, but also tried to make it like a Hollywood TV movie, whatever. But you can't do that with Death Note. But with Promise Neverland, I could see them doing it and making it excruciatingly scary and just, good to the t without trying to make it too much based off of you know the anime series if that makes sense i i i'm half and half on this not too excited not not excited um not not that's funny um i'm just curious uh i will tell you guys how i feel once the trailer drops and then we'll see how it looks um What's that one movie with the... It was like the maze. Remember? Like, it was a story based off a book, but it was like a maze. And the guy from, um... It's the guy from one of the teen TV shows. It was like Werewolf or something. Anyways, they were in a maze and they had to keep going through the mazes. Well, I feel like they could do that with Promise Neverland. Like, make it an action, blockbuster, or scary, whatever. But... Ultimately, like, try not to put it too much towards the actual anime because then at that point, it might not be great. I don't know. Funimation is hosting a virtual convention. So, uh, Funimation announced on Monday that its Funimation Con 2020 virtual anime convention will host Blue and Count, Flo, Kanaboon, and Luna Haruna in cooperation with Sony music labels, the Japanese artist will provide a special message, concert footage, and music videos for the event, which will include a DJ set by DJ Marginal. Um, Photomation is also Partnering with Sacre Music to offer 2019 Sacre Music Fest Festival event stream performance. Additional, the event will host panels with the English voice cast of Fruit Basket, One Piece, and Fire Force. Funimation will announce additional panels cosplay programming and previews I'm actually really excited for this virtual convention because unfortunately a lot of us have not been able to go to any convention this year everything's been canceled so I like the idea of doing a virtual con because one it's free um, and two it's just a lot of fun um, as a community I feel like we all kind of get together and really experience this together Um, in the safety of our homes now uh, I love Flo I love um, their music they've created so many like their songs have been themes for so many different anime so I'm very hyped for that also I cannot wait to see a panel of all the fruit basket uh, voice actors I've been waiting for this for so long Because Keo's voice actor also plays the voice actor of Jimmy from Case Closed. So, um, I am just in love with this man's voice. Not with him, but his voice and all the characters that he has played. So I'm very excited to see him. Um, his name is Jerry, I think. I don't know. So I'm very excited to be a part of this convention see what they're gonna have I hopefully I want to see I want to know if they're taking any panel requests because if so I would love to do like a black panel group where we all just kind of talk about our own experiences and different things or I just I would love to know more and I would think that would be pretty cool but yeah Let me know if you're going to be going to this convention. It's going to be July 3rd through the 4th. And that's it for anime news this week. Let's take a break. This week on Topic Time, I want to give you guys a Studio Ghibli starter pack. Now, this is probably going to be one of my favorite episodes because the research for this episode was me just eating a bunch of snacks and binging Studio Ghibli films all day, which, um... I was very happy. Very, very happy. Um, So the first thing I want to tell you guys is where you can watch them. Now, this isn't sponsored at all. There's no money coming to me for saying this. This is just strictly me trying to help you guys and put y'all on. Now, HBO Max is giving a seven-day free trial for their new service. The streaming service just came out earlier this month and they have now I don't think it's every studio Ghibli film that's ever been released but it's a majority of them. Howl's Moving Castle, uh, Spirit Away, Ponyo. I mean their collection is amazing because this is the first time that we've had it on a streaming platform and it looks clear as day. I mean like 4k quality. It just looks so so good, and you can actually watch them in both Japanese and English Which is even more cool because I've only seen um, Spirit away in English I've never seen the Japanese version because I've always felt more comfortable just watching The English version that's the one. I know that's the one I love but it was cool to see like the differences and just kind of compare the two so i definitely recommend you go download it it's free you have it for a week and watch as many Studio ghibli films as you want now studio ghibli was actually founded june 15th in 1985 by directors Hayao Miyazaki. Asihao Takeda and producer Toshoui Suzuki was founding by Takuma Soten after the success of Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. Um, I bet when they founded this studio years ago they would not even imagine the impact that they have created and just the amount of work and just top quality movies that they have come out with. I mean they have If you watch the anime, you pretty much know what Studio Ghibli is. And if you don't, welcome to the club because you're about to be blown away. So I want to talk about my least favorite film first and then gush about my favorite ones later. Um, So my least favorite Studio Ghibli film. Now please, this is just my opinion. Do not hate me for this. Um, It's going to have to be... Kiki's Delivery Service. Now you must be thinking I'm crazy by now because a lot of you guys love that movie I mean I told some of my closest friends and they were just astounded that I didn't really care for it And it's not that it's technically a bad movie It was just more on the boring side for me, and I also didn't really care for Kiki that much I felt like Kiki was kind of a brat Um, I liked that she had like a good soul, good heart, whatever, but she just kept being such a brat. Like, I just didn't understand why she would throw tantrums and why she was just so angry a lot of the time, especially when she's in a new town and her whole mission is to be adjusted into this new town and grow up and be this person that is essentially coming on her own, you know, standing on her own two feet. There was a lot more likable characters in that movie besides Kiki. Um, I just, I could not get into it. And it's kind of funny because watching it now as an adult, maybe I might've liked it when I was younger, so, and I could've related with Kiki a little bit better, but I just, I mean, just comparing her to Shihiro... Like, Shihiro had so many obstacles that she had to do. And, yeah, Shihiro was bratty. But, I mean, like, think about it. You're a 10-year-old or a 13-year-old kid. And you're thrown into this mystical world that you had all this stuff to do. Like, Kiki's whole job was to be an adult and handle things like an adult. But she's like... I just feel like she didn't do that. And she was lucky... By the kindness of everybody else you know if the little boy I keep I forgot his name but if the little boy didn't come up to her it was trying to be her friend would she have even tried to save him it's just little things like that it's just like I just feel like she's kind of self-centered a little bit I could be completely wrong but that was just my intake on the movie and I watched it as a grown adult so I kind of feel like that persuaded me a little bit because I was just like Ugh, this little bratty kid That's my least favorite. Um, I want to actually talk about everybody's least favorite um, because now this, I was looking on the internet and I was kind of reading people's thoughts on a couple of films just to get an idea of which ones I wanted to do first. And I kind of wanted to start off with everyone's least favorite. One of the least favorite Studio Ghibli films is actually called ocean waves um it was actually a a straight to tv film but i actually really enjoyed ocean waves um as an adult i feel like i kind of resonated with this movie um because basically ocean waves follows a story of a group of youth and just their life as high schoolers and then as you get towards the end of the movie this isn't really a spoiler But when you get to the end of the movie, they are actually at a bar at a class reunion. So you kind of like watch these teenagers and then you get to see them as adults towards the end of the movie and just kind of, you know, compare and see where they are now, their thoughts and things like that. And you'll come to learn more about the main cast when you watch the film. But this film made me feel A lot of nostalgia it made me feel what it felt like to be a teenager it made me feel the excitement and the emotions that you feel when you're younger you know when we're in high school we think the whole world is high school you know we don't really think past um, past the front gates of your high school life and it's kind of funny because I mean when we do when we did used to think about growing up it was always like at least for me and my best friend it was always like when I'm 21 I'm gonna have a great car I'm gonna do whatever I want I'm gonna go partying I'm gonna be wearing dresses and heels everywhere I go I am going to spend my money on whatever I want which is partially true but at the same time There's responsibilities, there's just a naiveness that you have when you are in high school. And I feel like this movie entraps that. And it just makes you relive the silliness and the goofiness. And in high school, even the smallest problem ends up being the biggest problem for you. And I think this movie just shows how funny, how silly it could all be. But it also showed how great it is that you can actually relive that stuff and The youth is the best part, you know, living through all of that, laughing at all the great memories that you had and all the fights you have and realizing how petty and dumb it was when you guys were kids is just amazing. And I live in a small town, so that's something that really, really resonated with me and I really enjoyed that film for that. Now, the next movie I want to talk about is Howl's Moving Castle. Now, this was my first time actually watching it. I have never seen Howl's Moving Castle before. And this film was superb, guys. I mean, I've watched it three times already. Um, So I watched it the first time and then I rewatched it twice after that because I was just in love with it. It is so whimsical. It's fun to watch. This film almost came before Spirit Away. And I mean like it crossed my mind for just a second. But Spirit Away has always been my favorite Ghibli film. It's even been my favorite film before like a silent voice came out and things like that. I just love everything about Spirit Away, so I couldn't give it to House Moving Castle, but it definitely was a very close second now house moving castle for a first timer in her 20s um was nothing that i expected the jokes were hilarious uh sophie is such a strong character and i will say i think sophie is probably the strongest ghibli main female protagonist that i have ever seen um she literally goes from being a young woman to being in her, like, 80s. And the first thing she does is, like, all right, I have to go do this. I have to pull my bootstraps up, pretend to be sick so no one, like, freaks out. Go to the cat. Like, she's just always thinking on her feet. She's quick with it. Um, and she just doesn't take any crap, even from how, like, how... I do want to put this out there. How is is so fun. He is such a handsome anime boy. I love him. And I think <laughs> he might be my husbando. My new one. My new favorite husbando. But he is such a drama queen. And I was texting one of my close friends, Lauren. And I was like, oh yeah, he's definitely a Pisces. Like, he's a like water sign. Like, Pisces, Cancer. I mean, like, he changed his hair color by accident and literally turned into goop. Like, who does that? And it was just, and Sophie's, like, whole reaction was just like, ugh, oh, alright, like, you'll be alright. Go take a shower. You'll be fine. And then she's like, I have to clean this mess up. Like, she just doesn't tolerate anything that how it does. And it just, it's great. It's great, and I don't want to ruin it if you've never seen it, which I'm pretty sure you probably all have because I'm extremely late, but just in case you haven't, it's just such a cute movie, and it was way better than I anticipated. Um, next, I want to talk about Spirit Away, but I will do it very lightly because you guys already know what I think about the film. Um, rewatching Spirited Away is always such a fun time because it always takes it back to being... A young girl on her couch at her mom's house just watching TV. Um, Spirit of is so fun. And the music, just everything about it, really makes me feel like I'm back being a kid and just enjoying myself. And it takes me out of the realm of just being constantly like just being present and it takes me back and it puts me smack dab in the world I feel like every time I've watched spirited away I'm always back in that world always watching even though I know what's gonna happen next like the back of my hand I still feel like I could just be whisked away into the story. And not a lot of films do that for me. So, um, of course, watch read Away if you haven't because, uh, One film that I actually found really interesting was Porco Rosso. Now, Rosso? Rosso? I think it's Rosso. Um, this is the one where he is a pig and it is about a ex-soldier, ex-pilot who is cursed to being a pig. This one I think is a political film a fun fact about this movie Mizyaki wanted to hold this film in croatia but actually moved the location because in real life uh, they were having a civil war and he didn't want to put this movie in there because it made it 20 times more serious and why i said it's a political movie is because you start cert- you see certain things Where it's like, you know, the government's coming after him, he left and deployed when he wasn't supposed to. One of the most famous lines about this film is, I'd rather be a pig than a fascist. So there's lots of political commentary in this film, and I thought it was really funny. Um, My fiance liked it a lot, and it was kind of funny because I knew he was going to, just because the, the character and... All this stuff and it was cool because even though the main character was a pig and he was ex-soldier and or he was an ex-pilot and all this other stuff, there was still a strong female lead. Actually two of them. And it was great watching just the balance between the two and it was just all around a really fun film. I do recommend you watch it with, like, your dad or your grandpa. Somebody who would really enjoy this movie for what it is. I feel like older men would enjoy this film a lot. Um, women too. But I just feel like this has that, like, heavy dad vibes. (laughs) Definitely heavy dad vibes when I watch it. Only Yesterday is very similar to Ocean Waves. Now, Only Yesterday, um... If you are going through a nostalgia feeling and just, I don't know, kind of going through um, just a new era or new chapter in your life and you kind of want to revisit just your childhood or just youth in general, I definitely recommend watching Only Yesterday and Ocean Waves. Um, I'm not going to go too in-depth just because I did a whole episode about it. Only Yesterday was actually directed by Asahawa Takahata. And he is actually the same person who produced Ocean Wave. So you'll see a, very, a bit of similarities between the two films. But they're both equally amazing and they both help you really relive, relive youth. So I definitely recommend you watch it. Ponyo now Ponyo is the perfect movie if you are trying to have a little kids night in family night in Ponyo is I think the closest thing to a Disney movie um that's still Studio Ghibli if that makes sense um I love everything about Ponyo uh it reminds me of like Another version of The Little Mermaid almost. Um, it is so fun, and Ponyo is just the cutest uh, with her bright orangish hair or reddish, reddish orange, and she's just adorable to me. And her mother is gorgeous. Oh my god, Ponyo is such a fun film to watch, but again, I definitely feel like you should only watch it with kids because I feel like kids would really enjoy it and they would laugh at parts and make it even more fun. Popular to what most people believe, or at least in my opinion, I would pick Ponyo over having my kids watch My Neighbor Totoro. Because My Neighbor Totoro, I feel like has some like dark underlines with it. Like these are two kids, their mom's sick. Like it just kind of wasn't the same as Ponyo. Um, It probably didn't help that I was on TikTok the other day and saw apparently there was a, um, urban legend about my neighbor Totoro, which is literally the saddest thing ever, saying that basically they're all dead, which is usually like all urban legends. They always say like, oh, they're like someone's dead and they're just living a fantasy dream or something. But Totoro's kind of the same thing as Kiki's Delivery Service because both those films are everywhere, but I just don't see the hype around them. I'm not saying that it's terrible, nor do I say that I disliked My Neighbor Totoro. I just cared for other Ghibli films and like way more, but I definitely could see why people like it. I feel like there's a sort of nostalgia with it, so I can completely understand it. Then, of course, if we're talking about nostalgia and films that everybody knows and loves. We have to talk about Princess Mononoke. Um, Princess Mononoke is such a great film. And the fact that it's about, about the environment, just about how humans destroy things in the environment, I... Really love this film. Um, I do think it's a perfect film to watch. Especially on Earth Day. Or if you're just trying to connect better with nature. And you don't want to go outside. um, Because that's me. I love nature. I just bought. It's actually pretty funny. Just this past weekend. I just bought plants. So I'm a plant mom now. I don't know the first thing about taking care of them. But I'm hoping that it will go well. (laughs) I am completely and utterly just scared of having them die because I love them so much but hopefully they go well wish me luck the next movie I want to talk about is castle in the sky and a whisper of the heart now these two films um are both period films which means they are set um far 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 in the past I think whisper of the heart was in 1902 or nine yeah i think whisper of the heart 1902 and then um castle in the sky might be around the same time period they're both two time period movies um but they're both equally really really good um whisper of the heart sad um which I wasn't really expecting, because you never expect a Studio Ghibli film to be sad, but that one was probably the was the saddest one. Castle in the Sky was also very good. Actually, Castle in the Sky, I was lucky enough to watch in theaters during Ghibli Fest, and it was great, but I just, again, it was kind of on the slower side for me and not one of my favorites, um, and that's all the studio ghibli movies i want to talk about um obviously if i was to put them in a row as far as first ones you should watch is Spirit way then how's moving castle Um, then try Ocean Waves and this is my breakdown for all the Studio Ghibli films that I was able to watch now there's definitely a lot more that I didn't talk about and I could probably make a part two if you guys really love this one Um, but those are all the films that I loved those are the ones that I didn't really care for Um, tell me what you guys think about my list and what I thought about these films if you agree if you don't agree please 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 let me know i love hearing from you guys um also if you haven't gotten the chance to on instagram i'm giving i'm doing a giveaway um for 20k uh you get an official hoodie Uh, which is really really exciting because that's my first official merch so I'm very happy to give it away to you guys. Um, You also get what I call a Destiny Starter Kit which is either the first volume of Case Closed or the first volume of Tokyo Bargas, my two favorite mangas, and you get an official 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 peach girl pin set um it has toji and momo on it so cute and i have one too so we will be matching um you can definitely enter it the instructions are on my instagram i know some people were having a hard time finding where to leave a review or a rating um to rate and review just go ahead if you're listening on apple podcast just scroll all the way down to the bottom and you'll see um, where you could leave a review. And if you do, you get extra entries. So that would mean the world to me. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. I'm so sorry that this episode was long overdue. But everything that's been going on, I just felt like it was the last thing I needed to talk about. Um, remember, please, please, please stay safe if you're protesting. Make sure you guys are signing those petitions every day. Never stop talking about, um... Never stop talking about what's going on, guys. Be aware, stay vigilant, protect yourselves. And of course, uh, Black Lives Matter today, tomorrow, forever and ever. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening, and I can't wait to talk to you guys next week. Bye.